Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Uh, following on uh, from uh, the protest that took place outside of uh, the Tonish's house, Leo Vratker and indeed his partner's family home at the weekend, which, as you know, involved some vile homophobic insults uh, being thrown at uh, the two people living in that house. Uh, the Irish Times is reporting today that ministers and senior public health officials have been given updated security advice due to a potential threat from this group and anti-vaccination activists. Uh, and indeed uh, that the same group is planning to protest on GPs next. Let's uh, talk uh, to Liam Herrick, who's uh, the executive uh, director with the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. And a very good morning to you, Liam, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme this morning. We were discussing yesterday here how the Constitution uh, is problematic in terms of the right that we all have to assembly, a right that many of us, if not all of us, would fight for and to hold on to. Uh, But there are times, it would seem, when protest is inappropriate, such as outside a healthcare setting or indeed an individual's home. What are your thoughts on this? Well, good morning, Mike. I'm not sure I would say that the right is problematic. Um, The right to peaceful protest is a crucial aspect of our constitution and indeed of international human rights law. But it's not an absolute right. Uh, It is a right to peaceful protest. And there are always limits on the exercise of that right. So, for example... There is strong constitutional protection in Ireland to people that protest in a peaceful way on a public space about a matter of political interest. And the guards will facilitate that protest. It's crucial to our democracy. But if you engage in violent or abusive behaviour, or if you seek to make your point in a private space, you do not enjoy the protection of the Constitution or the law. And there are a wide range of legislative provisions that you are still bound by. So it's not that you can do whatever you want in a protest, and it's not that you can protest wherever you would like. And with regard to the incident that happened at the weekend, I think there are serious questions uh, to be asked about many aspects of that event. Uh, The people involved were clearly harassing people at a private home, so it is not in a public space. Uh, They may have been on a public footpath, but they were clearly directing it at the inhabitants of a private home. So it, it then loses the quality of being a public protest. But also there is clear evidence that other 
criminal laws may have been breached, including laws governing incitement of hatred and indeed the Public Order Act, which would give the guards quite significant powers to deal with these individuals, to move them on or possibly to even arrest them. Right, uh, because of what they were saying, because of uh, the homophobic uh, chanting and so on. Absolutely. And I think we need to look a little bit at who is involved here and and what Mm. the nature of this event is. There have been a wide number of protests over the last year and a half in relation to aspects of the COVID response, lockdowns and so on. Many of those protests have been held peacefully. Mm. Many of them have been held by members of the public who have different views um, from the government. They might be sceptical about some aspects. Mm. They might think that some things are unfair. People have made their point in a peaceful way, in a public space, respectfully. Mm. But there is also a cohort of individuals who have been involved in racist abuse, have been targeting and making threats against members of the Guards, uh, against members of the Oireachtas across all parties, have engaged in violent incidents. And the Garda Commissioner has, over the last number of years, uh, identified on a number of occasions the security threat that is posed by a small number of what are categorised as far-right groups. Mm. Now, there is evidence that this incident involved a number of people that have previously been arrested or convicted with regard to threats against other public officials. So this is a serious security issue from that perspective. And there is something very specific involved here, which is different from Mm. members of the public having different views to the government and expressing them on O'Connell Street or or, or at Leinster House. This is something more sinister, and I think it does need to be dealt with as a serious matter. Indeed, O'Connell Street was blocked off uh, over the weekend uh, as well. Do we have to, civil liberties are one thing, Liam, do we have to tolerate madness? Or do we have to tolerate misinformation? Or do we have to tolerate mischievousness uh, if uh, people are, are trying to gain support for monetary reasons or political reasons and giving out what is essentially dangerous information? Dangerous information which led to the incident uh, which people I'm sure are aware of now, which saw somebody being removed from hospital who had COVID, uh, who ended up back in hospital in an induced coma and whose life is at risk. Well, I think the right to freedom of expression and the right, indeed, to express that in a public space is crucial to a democracy. But when we look at what happened in the... But but if that opinion is mad, I mean, if somebody is telling you that the vaccine will kill you... uh, Yeah, but I I think the the right of somebody to hold those views and express them is one thing. The, the, The question of how that message might be disseminated and the responsibility, for example, of social media platforms, mm. you know, to, to have standards and set limits is, is a different question. And certainly in relation to the very uh, frightening incident at Letterkenny Hospital, we're not talking there just about somebody expressing views. We're talking about somebody intervening in the medical treatment of a vulnerable person. Mm. And I think that there are all sorts of potential legal standards involved there. So look, th- th- this is a challenge internationally. Mm. Um, you are absolutely right Mike to say that there is a, a number of people out there that are seeking to spread misinformation for financial gain to try to exploit people's fears in terms of commercialising that mm. 
uh, fundraising, as a so-called, often it seems for no end other than the enrichment of individuals involved. So there definitely are cynical actors out there. I, I think that uh, we do need to look at how they're able to get their message across and how they're able to raise money. And I think certainly the social media companies have responsibilities there. But I think it's very important that we're having this discussion here and that legitimate journalists, newspapers, radio stations are exposing what is happening here because there are many people out there that have legitimate concerns about public policy mm. and might be lured into engagement with these groups that have very different agendas which they don't agree with. And, I mean, they, and, and they call those people, legitimate journalists as you call them, mainstream media uh, who are in cahoots with the establishment uh, I don't know, to uh, control population, to kill people, to poison people, to do whatever and there's all these things that they don't tell you apparently so you'd be mad to listen to them and you should be listening to this uh, to, to us and that's the psychology they use in attracting people. Yeah, I mean th- 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 there is this deep-rooted conspiracy theory culture that that is there. Now, you know, we, we have to step back and recognise that in this country we have been very effective in combating that in the sense that if you look at the take up of vaccines here for example if you look at the fact that the vast majority of the public support government at least what they're trying to do they might disagree with different aspects of it people trust their information from doctors scientists newspapers television and radio more than they do from these groups but there in other countries the situation is far worse and certainly if you look at platforms such as Facebook uh, and Twitter, they have policies about shutting down identified misinformation. But I think we can be sceptical about how effective those policies are and whether they can do more. So I think this is a complicated problem. But what is not complicated is if a group of violent and uh, racist and homophobic individuals gather at a private home to abuse an elected representative and his family, uh, that is wrong. And that is something that should be dealt with by the guards. And I think if you look at the reaction across all of the community, uh, the values of the Irish people on this matter are fairly clear. You know, uh, we, we absolutely condemn it and it shouldn't happen. But, but I think that there is a deeper problem here that we should all be concerned about. OK, Liam, we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you indeed. That's Liam Herrick, Executive Director with the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.